Healthy Christian Project, and let me just say Happy New Year's to all of you who are celebrating the New Year. Uh, if you're listening to this on January 1st, the day it came out, but for the rest of you, um, well, I guess Happy New Year as well if you're listening to this after. It is now 2024. A lot has happened during 2023, uh, at least for me, and I'm hoping for you a lot of good things have happened, you know. It was a blessed year. I'm praying for a blessed year for 2024 as well. But you know what? This is a timely episode because I'm going to talk about why I hate New Year's resolutions. Yes, I know it's a strong word, but honestly, I do hate them. Um, Man, I'm going to tell you why. Because as the years go on, especially working in the fitness industry, I get a lot of people coming to me with New Year's resolutions. And January is the busiest month for the fitness industry. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. But it's hard on us as the coaches and trainers because of the following statistics that I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, Because most people who do these New Year's resolutions and want changes don't actually follow through. So let me share with you some fun facts about New Year's resolutions. There was a survey done just one month ago, uh, took a thousand people. And of those 1000 people, 48% said that improving their fitness is a top priority in 2024. So just about half said improving their fitness was a top priority and 30% Um, It it took everyone. They were allowed to select multiple answers, but uh, 30% said improving their diet was a top priority in 2024. That means that diets and like fitness and gym memberships and all of that stuff were top priorities for most people. New Year's resolutions. Aside from that, improving mental health was also a priority. Um, I think it was about 55%, something like that. And improving finances, about 30%. So, you know, all all the regular things. Um, on top of that, that means that diets and gym memberships and juice cleanses and going on daily runs and these actions that people start doing on New Year's or for these New Year's resolutions, they're actually doing them, you know, they're actually starting something, which is cool, which is amazing, which is awesome. And of the 100% of people who start a New Year's resolution, 77% of them try to keep themselves accountable, keep themselves accountable on sticking to a resolution. Okay, so self accountability, and self accountability is amazing. um, If you have the discipline. Now, here is a humbling statistic. So we said of the 100%, 77 tried to keep themselves accountable. Of the 100%, 80 give up within the first month. So 77% tried to keep themselves accountable and 80% give up within the first month. So just about the same number. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. Maybe it is just a, oh, it's just a coincidence, but it sounds to me like the two are related. And that means that by the time February rolls around, if 100 people start New Year's resolutions, there's only 20 left. And here's also another fun fact. Friday is the most popular day for people to give up on their New Year's resolutions. And I always think that's an interesting one. Um, if you think about the reason why Friday tends to be 
oh, the end of the work week, everything's exhausting, you're tired, you don't like, it's just, you don't want to go to the gym that day. And especially with New Year's resolutions, let's be honest, they tend being all or nothing. And so by the end of that exhausting work week, we're like, okay, I'll just skip the session today and go tomorrow. That tomorrow comes around, you're like, oh, you know, it's a Saturday, it's a weekend, let's just enjoy. Sunday comes around, Monday comes around, you're like, I've already missed three days, there's no point in going anymore. If I'm hitting home here, I know I've been through it myself. The second Friday of the month is deemed the most popular day that most people give up. But Fridays in general, in genu- gen- general, that's the word. Fridays in general are the most popular day for people to give up. And here's another fun statistic, not on New Year's resolutions, but just on like quick fixes. In 2022, so last year, the pharmaceutical the vitamin and the supplement industries were worth $660 billion. It's a lot of dollars. But the entire rest of the health and fitness industry, the gym industry, and all that only generated $30 billion. Now, this is coming from a mentor of mine, Jonathan Goodman. He found out this information. That means that the cures and quick fixes that people are looking for account for more than 21 times the revenue than preventing the thing from the first place. They are making 20 times, 21 times more revenue than preventing the thing in the first place, looking for the quick fix. And let's be honest, you know, Ozempic and the the pharmaceuticals and supplements and here's protein and all this stuff that like fat burners and testosterone and all this stuff are quick fixes at the end of the day. And that's what most people want. So what does this all mean? Why do I hate New Year's resolutions? Well, for one, it's the new year. Yes, and that's awesome. But it's the same you. It's a new year, but it's the same you. There were no overnight changes that happened. You know, a lot of us tend to think, oh, you know, I'm just, it's a new year. I'll start in January. I hate that phrase. No offense to anyone who's saying it. I love you all. But that phrase, I'll start in January, may be one of the most destructive phrases because it it shows procrastination. And if you're going to start in January, what happens if you don't make it through January? Anyways, it's the same you. There haven't been any overnight changes. You know why? Because changes don't happen overnight. It's not a Cinderella story. Changes happen very slowly and there's no quick fix. Think of it like building a house. You don't just snap your fingers and the house is built overnight. It's just built in January. It takes a long time. You got to set the foundation. You got to build up the walls. You got to get good material. You got to put the roof on there. You got to make sure everything is, no, no water is leaking through. If it's raining, you got scaffolding, insulation, the floors, the walls, the ceilings, the the painting the walls, setting up everything. And it takes a long time. None of this happens overnight. No matter how hard you work, it'll take a long time to build. And same thing here. New year, it's the same you. The change happens slowly. And you know, I said Friday is the most popular day for people to give up on their New Year's resolutions. You know why? Because the newest habits are always the first to go. Meaning, let's say you decide, you know, for your New Year's resolutions, you're going to go on a diet, you're going to hit the gym every single day, and you're going to drink lots of water. Three new habits. 
But when things start getting tough, it's always the new habits that are the first to go. Because again, change is slow and change is hard. Change is really hard. Those are the first things to go and you're going to fall back into that old lifestyle. And if you're the, if you're the 20% of people who keeps going, fantastic. I'm proud of you. That's amazing. But 80% of us, we're going to give up on that first month. Now, that's kind of sad, but it is the sobering truth. New Year's resolutions also come with the all or nothing. I touched upon this earlier, but it's that all or nothing mindset that I am going to give it my all. And it's amazing to give it your all. It's a, I'm going to go full gas. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to lose the 30 pounds. I'm going to feel great. And all or nothing, you know, there's the pro, the pro that you might reach your goal and you might reach it quick. But the nothing is that, A, you either fail on the way and you just decide I'm not going to do this. There's no point anymore. Or you get there and you're like, I've reached my goal and you fall right back into the same lifestyle. So all or nothing can actually be the one thing holding you back from reaching your goals. And what's sad is that almost all New Year's resolutions are all or nothing. Okay. So what's the solution to all this? You know, some sad facts here, some humbling and sobering facts about New Year's resolutions. And you're probably listening to this maybe with some New Year's resolutions in mind, which is amazing. And, you know, those resolutions are great to have. But what's the solution? How do you actually stick with it, see the things that you want to see, see the results that you want to see? Well, first of all is sustainability. Right now, The New Year's resolutions you are trying to do, let's say one New Year's resolution is change your diet. You are trying to change your diet by 100%, make it 100% better. You're also trying to make your fitness 100% better. You're also trying to drink 100% more water. That means you are trying to be 300% better today than you were yesterday. Now, let me just tell you, that's, that's a lot to do all in one day. And not just all in one day, all in one week. Every single week, you're trying to be better and better and stick to that 300%. Now, that's a lot. And we know that that's not sustainable. It's a very unsustainable approach. So what's the solution? Well, as I tell all my clients and as we work with my clients together, it's 1% better each day. Oh, my gosh. It's so slow sometimes. Maybe it's something so small, like I'm going to eat a vegetable with lunch. That's it. That's 1% better each day. Maybe it's I'm going to drink my water today. Maybe it's I'm going to get my eight hours of sleep. Whatever it is, it's just 1% better each day. And once you master that, you add a new habit on top of that. Why? Because 1% better is sustainable. It's achievable. It's not overwhelming. Again, when things get tough, when the work week comes around, when you get stressed, anxious, when Friday comes about, you're not like, oh my gosh, this is just too overwhelming for me. I can't. You're more like, oh, okay, well, I mean, anyways, it's just drinking water. I've been doing it all week. It's not that hard. I'll just drink it again today. And you do that. You don't give up. And here's the cool thing. You can either try to be 100% better all today and you know, you give up within the first week, first month or whatever it is, or you can be 1% better today, 1% better tomorrow, 1% better the next day. And by the end of the month, you're 30% better. By the end of the year, you're 365% better than you were at the beginning of the year. It really is the, the, 
the rabbit and the turtle. That's the one. Yeah, that rabbit or the hare and the turtle, turtle and the hare, that story, that really is what's going on here. You can either go full gas and exhaust yourself in a week, in two weeks, or you can take the sustainable approach and actually last for a lifetime. Number two is the basics. And I think this is really important. People are looking for a complicated answer because complicated answers sound like they are the right answer because, you know, I've been, I haven't been able to lose this weight before. And it's been stressful. And, you know, I feel like this person knows what they're talking about because they're talking about, you know, vitamins and minerals and, and GABA and my, uh, my hormones and uh, my inter, inter, what's it called? Uh, the intestines and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like a lot. Sounds cool, but you don't need a complicated answer because your problem is quite simple. For most people, not saying all of you, I'm just saying, you know, most people have a very simple problem and simple problems require a simple solution. That's it. You need to be doing the basics. And here's the sad thing is that most people jump into a complicated answer to a very simple problem and they're not even doing the basics yet. You know what that's like? That's like me going into a like a university calculus exam without having learned the fundamentals of math. I don't know what, what algebra is. I don't know what X, Y, or, or, or any of that stuff is. Sokotoa. I don't remember much math, but that's the point. Me going into a calculus exam, I would not be well prepared. Well, if you're trying to complicate your health and fitness before doing the simple things, you're not doing, you know, it's not the right order. There is a time and place for a complicated answer, but it's after you have mastered the simple things, the basics that most people regrettably are not doing. So what are the basics? Well, first of all, your food and food does not mean fixing up your diet a hundred percent. It just means again, 1% better each day. Where can I add more greens or vegetables and fruits, natural vegetables and fruits into my diet? Where can I, you know, slowly take out some fast food from my diet? Where can I add more protein, the macronutrient that most of us are deficient in, into my diet? Where can I get healthy fats and healthy carbs? Where can I start getting more fiber into my diet, vitamins and minerals from whole foods rather than from supplements? You know, those are the basics for food. How can I start approaching my, my diet as a lifestyle rather than as a temporary three-month process? And how can I start approaching food with, with peace rather than anxiety and worry? Those are the basics. That's for food. There's exercise. And exercise doesn't have to be a two-hour workout and and three hours of cardio and 10,000 steps. It can be simple things. Maybe it's just getting a little bit more movement. Maybe it's parking the car further away from work that day. So you get, I don't know, the 100, 200, 300 extra steps there and back. Maybe it's going for a walk in the morning. Maybe it is doing some stretches. Maybe it is heading into the gym to do a workout uh, and a strength workout for that or starting in the basics, whatever it is, going for a, a little bike ride. Just getting more movement in it doesn't have to be complicated. Most of us aren't moving enough but are sitting at desks all day. So just getting a little bit more movement in is simple enough and isn't overwhelming. It doesn't have to take four hours out of your day. 
What else is there? Sleep, very often neglected, but getting seven, eight, nine hours of quality sleep is extremely important. There are so many things that are happening to your body when you neglect your sleep. Your your brain is no longer processing memories. You're not able to. You're actually inhibiting your problem solving skills. Your body is not recovering, and you're not able to recover from sickness, from your workouts, from anything else. You're just functioning as a poorer human overall when you're neglecting sleep. But most of us are only getting four to six hours of sleep a night. Drinking your water. Dehydration is a major problem these days because most people are drinking coffee and pop and stuff like that without getting enough water in. These are the basics. And yet most people aren't doing them, but are looking for the quick fix, are looking for the drug, for the juice cleanse, for the miracle tea, for the weight loss teas, for the the quick workout that's going to help them get a six pack in 30 days or whatever it is. Let's start simple. And finally, consistency. You took the sustainable approach, 1% better each day, and you took the basics. You're not complicating the solution to a simple problem. And now we're down to consistency, doing those small actions, but staying consistent. So I want to, I want to give, paint an analogy for you. If you're married or if you have a a fiance or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or anyone in your life, imagine a day where your partner does a million nice things for you. They make you breakfast in bed. They buy you flowers. They do all the work on your behalf. They take you to the movies. They take you to your favorite restaurant. They show you and tell you how much they love you. They just spoil you all day. And then the next day, they're kind of like expecting something from you. They're like, what? you're not going to give me anything for all that I gave you yesterday? And if you don't give them what they want, they stop showing you that love and they kind of just give up. Kind of sucks, right? Now, imagine instead that your partner only does a small thing a day. Maybe maybe they get you one flower or one day they they take you to the movies or another day they cook for you or something like the small things. They They tell you they love you. It's the small things, but they're doing them consistently. And they're not doing them because they want something from you, but because they love you. Doesn't that mean a lot more? Now, I want to relate that back to our bodies. A lot of us think that we're going to, you know, 100%, I'm going to do my three-hour workout. I'm going to eat perfectly today. I'm going to get nine hours of sleep. I'm going to drink so much water. And the next day, we're expecting like the six-pack and to lose 30 pounds and feel great. Uh, Maybe it's not that drastic, but we're expecting a lot. And then when we don't see the results, we give up. But... If you decide to do something small every day, today I'm going to go for a walk. Today I'm going to eat a little bit healthier. Today I'm going to drink my water and just keep stacking those and doing them consistently. You realize consistency is always more important than intensity. If you're not consistent with the small things or with the big things, you'll get nowhere. You'll get nothing. So right now, as you go into these New Year's resolutions, whether you have them or whether you don't, I want you to remember those things because they actually are going to help you to stick to what actually matters. And at the core of these is patience, I think. You know, there's no point in in trying to get the quick fix 
to a problem that has taken you years to put on. For example, if it's taken you five years to put on the 50 pounds that you have, why are you trying to lose the 50 pounds in three months? That's not how it works. Proverbs says, better a patient person than a warrior. One who has self-control is better than one who takes a city. And a warrior, think about it, a warrior is very intense. They're very strong. One who takes a city is very strong. But if they're not patient and they don't have self-control, they'll just give up. No matter how strong they are, they'll just give up because they don't see the progress they're making. Patience and self-control need to be at the core of your health journey here. Finally, one more thing. One of the most important things is if you think that addressing your physical health is important, and it is, but you're neglecting your spiritual health, there is no point of you addressing your physical health at all. And I know that sounds drastic, but think of it like this. In 1 Timothy, it says, For physical training is of some value, but godliness is of every value. And it puts that priority in check. Yeah, physical training is important, but godliness is much more important. For one gives you temporary, you know, you you get results while you're on the earth, while you're living in your body, but one gives you eternal value, value that lasts for eternity. So as much as I implore you to take care of your health and to do the basics and to stay consistent and sustainable and not to give up, but to be patient, I need you to address your spiritual life first. And make sure that's in check. Because if I'm coaching you to get healthier just physically and you are neglecting yourself spiritually, then I'm doing my job in vain. So, New Year's resolutions. Most people are going to give up, but I really hope you don't. Even if you have them, I hope you don't. If you don't, that's okay too, because you're probably just the same like me. I don't have any New Year's resolutions. I'm sticking to what I'm doing every single day, doing the small things. Now, remember, sustainability, consistency, and the basics are what are actually going to help you see those long-term changes that you want to see. Now, today's New Year's, January 1st, and most people overestimate how much they can do within a couple of weeks or a couple of months and underestimate how much they can do in a year or two years with the small things. So go slow, be patient, and trust God. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we're going to be on every single week. I have a couple of guest speakers coming up over the next little bit here. But I'm also going to be traveling. So uh, if there isn't an episode coming up, just forgive me. I'm traveling and setting up my new workstation. So I just want to give you a heads up there. But for the rest of you, I'm glad you're here. God bless you, and I pray that you can catch us next time on another episode of the Healthy Christian Project where we connect our faith to our fitness. 